Hello and welcome to Arcanum Obscura. I'm Nathaniel. Uh, I'm Chris. How are you doing, Chris? Uh, usual. Yeah. Uh, do- I never have anything new to say. That's not true. Last week you were telling me about the spirit that was impersonating me. Oh, yeah, and my father and... Yeah. 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 Any impersonations? Skinwalker in my yard. There's a skinwalker in my yard. That sounds like a Did terrible... Did you lose any skin? great book. Recently? I, I'm losing skin constantly. Every day. Every day. A little uh, bit enough time. for a skinwalker to wear? No. I lost my foreskin. Yeah, but I know the where skin that's skinwalker has foreskin rings on every one of his fingers oh, please, to take no. on shapes <laughs> of other people. Uh, God, I hope not. <laughs> that would be terrible. Could you... That would be a terrible superpower. Foreskin man. Oh, yeah. He can... That sounds horrible. (laughs) He can turn into whoever he wants and obtain their powers. As long as he wears their foreskin on his fingers. So it can only be men. You sexist bastard. It can only be... I can't believe this is coming out now. (laughs) On episode 116, we find out you're sexist. Denying that women can have foreskin. You're right. I'm sorry. I, you know, I look. Never if you seen, can identify never as seen. a fucking plane, you can have foreskin. Don't let Nate judge you. <laughs> and you too can have a foreskin. Don't let society dictate what you can and cannot have. Yes, exactly. We all. You have... just do you. <laughs> foreskins in the heart don't let anyone tell you otherwise i can feel my foreskin in my soul (laughs) Uh, that's terrible yeah you like it so in today's episode in today's episode um chris nate's gonna see how many mm -hmm. liter bottles he can fit in his rectum he said his record is four it is i doubt it I'm not. They don't have to he be. He said four without any ripping. Yeah. So, but it's not. They're not filled two liter bottles. I compress them. Oh, well, that's cheating. Why? It's a two liter bottle. You can't get a world record unless you keep the cap on. And they Listen, say, I'm not full size. I'm not going for any Guinness World Records. It's a personal thing. Okay. <laughs> I'm not trying to prove a point, but to myself. I don't know why you do that. So last time you were trying to figure out how many spoons you could fit. You have your little rectal spoon collection. They just feel shiny. They feel shiny. They feel shiny. I like the, I like, I shiny like the way feels. I like how shiny they feel. I like how shiny feels. <laughs> the, the really hard ones to get in are like the little, little baby ones with the rubber over him. Sporks. Sporks. Those are pretty rough. No, like that that military fork spoon knife. Yes, the ones that come with MREs and they're like thin aluminum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are pretty rough too. I can stick them in my butt and but, turn them into a pretzel. But you know what? They're hard to come by, so I don't have to worry about it too much. Right? I can make them into pretzels. That yes. thing where like you put the cherry stem in your mouth yeah. and tie it in a knot. I don't know if I, I can, can do that or spoon not. Spoon up my butt and tie it into a knot. The thing is. With the cherry stem thing, 
is I can tie it into a knot, but I use my teeth. And I'm like, is this the right way you're supposed to do it? I don't know how to actually do it. And I don't know if this is a real thing or not. I'm going to tell you right now, you'd lose money at that truck stop if you used your teeth. <laughs> Joke's on you. I've gained money because of it. <laughs> I um, Did I ever tell you the wrench story? This has nothing to do with butts. The wrench story. I was not a good segue. I was for me to. I, I know you say it's not about butts. However, I will. I was gonna assume that because the segue one to the other. I know. No, I was thinking about like the bending of the metal. I was uh out changing my brakes on one of my older cars. Uh fuck. This was years ago. Um. So before I was born. No. 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 My my kid was already born, but uh, I didn't have the right size wrench I needed, so I went to um my ex's grandparent. Mm-hmm. They lived, you know, in the same building, and I'm like, "Hey, you know, do you have any wrenches? Because I don't have a wrench that fits this the nut on the fucking brakes." Yeah, just take, you know, this, it was like a Craftsman wrench set. Yeah. So I took the whole thing outside. I put the wrench on the fucking bolt. I start cranking on it, trying to loosen the bolt. Uh Uh-huh. And I bend the whole wrench into a U-shape. What the fuck? I bring it in. I'm like, I don't think your wrenches are going to work. Why did you keep going? Because once it started bending, it was just funny that it was bending. So I just kept going. That's a bit shitty of you. <laughs> it was already bent. Yeah, but well, like it doesn't. We'll see how far I can. It bend doesn't it. fucking like turn into an L. Like it'll bend a little bit, and you're like, "Oh shit, let's stop before I bend this even further." No, fuck that. And it you're was like, funny. Nah, it was nah, bending, nah, nah, so nah, I just nah. kept going. I'll so it turn was like this bitch into you. a question mark. I'll see how far I can go with this bitch. <laughs> I'll see. And you fucking bent it into a U shape. Mm-hmm. Does this? Were you just reminded of this because you said truck stop? No, I was reminded of it because I was talking about bending metal spoons and butts. <laughs> okay. Makes perfect sense. That, you know what? That does... I can see the line... That transition works in my head. I No, that's, I get it. That's all that matters. What? what? Oh, fuck. I'm not reading all of that. My buddy apparently is having some issues, and she sent me all the screenshots, and it's fucking... It's a... Oh, boy. It's a fucking paragraph. I'm not reading this shit. Is she trying to tell you how she can? She made twelve thousand dollars in three hours. Twelve thousand dollars with Bitcoin, with Bitcoin and investing mining. money. You are not going to make shit Bitcoin mining in three hours. Not unless you have those fucking Chinese or Russian like uh, super buildings. Yeah, you need like yeah. They have like fifty supercomputers running. Yeah, they have like fifty rigs running, and each rig has like four to five. Did you know uh, GPUs? That rapper made a shit ton of money on Bitcoin. What rapper? Uh, Fifty Cent. I did not. Oh, so uh, when Bitcoin first like came out, he started mining. He set up like a mining server. Yeah. And then completely fucking forgot about it. Nice. And then when it was like worth tons of money, he had like fifty thousand dollars or something. Bitcoin. That's not much. For could a rapper, been, it could have been more. For I don't Fifty remember. Cent. Fifty thousand. He went from fifty cents to fifty thousand dollars. That's a lot. Yeah, he can afford three chains. 
Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, he's, that was a bad one. He's he's better than two chains. <laughs> oh You don't listen fuck. to rap, do you? Me? Yeah. Some. Some? Like who? Uh Fifty Cent. <laughs> no. Kevin Gates. I have no idea who that is. You don't know who Kevin Gates is? No. Very big. I was actually listening. Lil Uzi Vert. <laughs> it's gonna sound horrible if I say who I listen to. Lil Wayne. No. Young Gravy. Oh, I don't mind Lil Wayne. Eminem. Eminem. That's a given. Macklemore. Are you just gonna name white people? No, that's. Are you just that's gonna why I said name? It's gonna sound bad. Eminem's a good choice. ICP. Mac. Twisted. I don't know Twisted. Uh, Blaze Your Dead Homie. <laughs> that's why I said it's gonna sound bad because they're all white. You can't name a single like old school rapper that you listen oh, to. Who's it? I never listened to rap back then. Like the old school stuff. I mean, I like Dre. I like Snoop. Okay. Because I like uh sure. Because when I always liked Ice T. And uh, I never got him. That's fair. I like him in the movies. He's a good actor. Yeah, I but think like, he's a much better actor than he is a, a music. Uh, the thing artist. I liked about Snoop was like when he rapped, he had like melody in his voice, like almost like singing rapping. Yeah, and it was like different, and I liked the sound of it. But primarily, I didn't listen to much of the ones I named. Okay, fair enough. I like that one guy. I never listened to any of his like solo stuff. But he was on the last Eminem album, I believe. I don't know what Eminem's albums consist of. I don't listen to his albums. Um, I believe the guy was Spanish. Bad Bunny. No. But fuck, he was fast. Spanish and fast. I don't know. Uh, I know a bit about rap. Not much. <laughs> All the like newer rappers are okay. I remember when I, I pulled in work one day and I had like Macklemore playing and someone's like, that guy I was telling you about that just applied for that job. Mm-hmm. He's like, when did you start listening to rap? I'm like, I never not listened to pretty much everything. Yeah. Listen to anything I like. Especially... All there is to it. <laughs> Fuck. Let's see if I can find oh, the meme. Wolfpack was pretty good. I don't know if I know them. Wu-Tang Clan. Uh, no. That's fair. I don't I don't that was like before my I don't yeah it's before a lot of people there was a meme I found not too long ago that was fucking funny and if I can't find it I'll just tell you it I think when like Wu-Tang was popular I was listening to like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cassette <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles there was a cassette Teenage Mutant and it was like Ninja all like Turtles. I don't know there's a meme I saw it was like you listen to country and it's a picture of the it's a picture of the global map. It's like, which fucking one, you dumbass? That's the only thing I don't really listen to is country. It's like, uh, I love it. I've been listening to a lot of... I like some of the newer stuff from... I don't know, if like the past like month Culture or so. Wall. I've been bouncing just between two bands. ICP? No. Oh. No, I was listening to Twist the past couple of days. But uh, no, Volbeat and Acid Bath. Volbeat? Yeah. Oh, I love Volbeat. That's a weird one. What do you mean weird? It's a weird, like, it's a weird... You came over one day for the podcast and it was fucking blasting. I know, but I'm saying, like, of all the bands I expect you to, like, kind of be nonstop listening to, Volbeat is not one of them. They're a good band. Yeah. I like Volbeat. 
I like their like they got a kind of like a rockabilly-ish sound. Yeah, they do. Which you know, one of my favorite punk bands is kind of like rockabilly. So can I tell you something? Also, it's... the lead singer of Volbeat's favorite band as well. Is it Social Distortion? He has a tattooed right on his arm. Oh, neat. Um, <laughs> and then he did that three-part song, and he named the family the Ness family, which is Social Distortion singer. Hmm. So, <laughs> speaking of music, uh, last week I was listening to a shit ton of music. Uh, let's see if I can find the playlist. I think it was, it's called Cornerstone was a playlist. It was a Spotify recommendation. It was like, you'll probably like this. And I'm like, oh, sweet, Cornerstone. And I play it. I'm like, oh, I know all of these bands. These bands are really good. I didn't look at the playlist and what it was made from. Like, uh, was it supposed to be rock? Was it supposed to be what? I don't remember. Or, no, I do remember, but I, I didn't look. <laughs> do you want to know what Cornerstones, like, the entire playlist is about? What? Leave no rock undiscovered and explore the essential foundation of Christian rock. Oh, yeah. I spent a whole week listening to this, and then, like, halfway through the week, I'm like, these are all really religious bands. Why is Jars of Clay in there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... There's like skillet and then and a fucking I, fly leaf and nine lashes, thousand foot crutch, red, all these. I'm like, these are all Christian rock bands. Is Cornerstone just Christian rock? And I look at the, the description the of name it. does kinda and feel like it implies it almost. No, I thought cor- how? I don't know. Cornerstone? Just, it just kinda feels like religious annotations cornerstone i take from that is like you know the found the building blocks of like old life rock god music yeah you could take it to the extreme obviously <laughs> so um i wasn't thinking and so i was just jamming out to fucking pod and fucking uh all these other bands that i fucking love and i'm like creed i'm like this is great this is only Christian rock. There's no, like, no one's saying anything, like, really crazy. And I was like, huh, is this a Christian rock playlist? It is. I'm like, don't get me wrong. I love all, like, majority of these artists. We, uh, But I don't want to listen to just purely Christian rock. We had a club I went to. I, like. Frequented it up in New York. Non-Christian rock. Um, it was called Saratoga Winners. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> It was like, it was like all hardcore and stuff. And then it went to like a country bar and then he wasn't making much money. So he went back to like hardcore. Nice. But, and I think he did like country on certain days, but, uh, I went to a metal fest there metal. and it was like, you know, hardcore bands and death metal and all this stuff, like misery index. And, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know, I already knew some of these bands already and I liked them and I had like stickers on my car and shit and i found out like misery De- index was like i think it was misery index it was like christian death metal i'm like what <laughs> that's a love thing christian murder rap <laughs> it is a bit it is a bit uh did contradictive you, did you know about that christian murder rap so no i i, I recently found out about country rap it's horrible but uh so Christian country rap, you just found out about that? Yeah. So uh well about a year ago. But anyway, um so ICP's thing was the whole Joker cards. Yeah. And when <clears throat> all the Joker cards fell, the dark carnival was coming to roam the earth and 
they got to the last Joker card, and I believe it was the Wraith, and they came right out and said it was all about God. It's so fucking funny. You you do murder rap, and it's okay. Do you think? Do you think um, this is crusade metal? Yeah. Do you think it's a joke? I was pissed because the whole build up. Because they seem like the type of people to build this up and be like, it's all about God. They lost a lot of fans at that point. But I think that's intentional. I. It seems like the kind of thing they would do. What pissed me off was because of how the whole buildup of all the Joker cards, like all six of them, mm-hmm. they could have done the most epic concert, like tour, with little, like, scary-ass horror-themed carnival touring the country. It would have been fucking awesome. Like a dark carnival? Exactly. And they didn't do it. I'm like, oh my god, you could have fucking, you know, did like the uh, Gathering of the Juggalos, but moving around the country with, like, carnival rides and fucking people and fucking scary-ass clown makeup everywhere. And that would have been neat. Wouldn't it have been fucking a great set? It was, like, the whole thing was, like, a great setup for, like, the best fucking tour, and they didn't do it. Hmm. Their shows were fucking great, but... Another band that is very religious that you don't initially think they are... Uh, maybe I shouldn't say the band's religious. I know certain members of the band are very religious. And other members are not. And so, like, sometimes they'll sing about things that are contradicted. Day aside. No. <laughs> Hollywood Undead. How funny would it be if the band Day Aside was Christian death metal? That would be kind of funny. <laughs> Have you listened to Hollywood Undead? No. Wasn't the, one of the guys from Slipknot in it? No. Uh, I thought the drummer from Slipknot was in Hollywood Undead. Who's the, so their drummer is called De Curls. I don't know his uh, look, real name. Well, the drummer from Slipknot's dead. I mean, DeCurls is still alive. No, I think I think you I think he was in it in the beginning. No, DeCurls has always been the drummer. Oh, as somebody who has been an avid Hollywood Undead fan I for a very long them. time. Hold on, I heard some of them. Hollywood Undead drummer. I'm pretty sure DeCurls is still alive. The curls left? 2017? <laughs> I don't believe this. I can't uh, I refuse. See. I refuse to believe the curls left the band. I'm trying to I'm just trying to look up. Oh no, 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 I'm sorry. Uh Joey Jordanson was in Murder Dolls. So, the curls left in 2017? That sucks. I don't know any of that. How did I not know? So each band member... I don't listen to shit. Nice. (laughs) Nice. So they all have, like, names and masks. Oh. Yeah, it's... it's, Yes, it's very reminiscent of... Maybe that's why I mixed it up. Maybe. This This is the Hollywood Undead, right? This is them with all their masks. But they update their masks like every so often. Oh, sounds like someone else. There's the original one. Yeah, uh, yeah yes, Chris. <laughs> this was de- they were riding the same kind of like idea. Back I remember in the day. when Mudvayne was kind of came out and was like Slipknot stole our thing. Yeah, like you guys paint your faces. They wear masks. A bit different, but I, I don't know who was out first, so I don't know. I can't say anything about that. These are the original members right here. 
It's to curls, Charlie C and Johnny Three Tears, um, Deucer or the Producer, depending. Um, J Dog and Funny Man. The curls is gone. Deucer got kicked out. Deucer. Yes, or the producer, depending on what time and era of Hollywood Undead it's at. But they deuce or the producer. Does that mean only J Dog, Johnny, Three Tears, and Charlie Scene and Funny Man are left? They replaced the producer with another guy called what's his fucking name? Danny. I don't know if he's still even with the band. Who is it? Who is what? Who are you thinking about now? You said there's somebody in the band. Danny. I don't know if he's still with the band. Oh, I don't know. I don't know either. They did a collaboration with Slipknot. They did, yes. My whole point was Hollywood Undead, especially their first fucking album, is very, like, edgy. But then, like, later on, you realize, like, Johnny Three Tears, a majority of the time, whenever he sings about anything, it's about God. Oh. the Every time he sings, he always brings God into it. There's hey. a lot of religious beliefs behind that, man. There's a lot of religious uh, lyrics within Hollywood and Dead. And it's like, they're not Christian rap rock, but they are at the same time. Oh, they're, like, rap rock? Yes. That was, like... Huge in like the nineties. Yes. So apparently uh, in 2012, Clown from Slipknot directed the new Hollywood Undead video. Whatever song came out in the 2012. 2012. I don't know. What the fuck? What song came out in 2012? Uh, Give me the name. We are. We are is a good one. Apparently, Clown directed it. Hmm. I never saw the music video, but we are. Is that so? To give you an example of how like edgy and like kind of goofy they were, especially their first album. Um, one of their bigger songs is "Everywhere I Go," and I'm pretty sure "Everywhere Everywhere I Go" is on their first album. Every the whole song is about them t- singing about everywhere they go. Charlie Scene. People know that Charlie Scene, one of the members, likes to show his penis to people, and women want it. The band Snot. You ever heard of them? Yeah. The the singer got in trouble. Why? Because their set piece was a giant toilet. Nice. And he came out on the lid, like the seat of the toilet, and had uh, like um, a groupie mm-hmm. perform sexual acts on him on the, on the toilet seat. On stage, mm-hmm. you you were talking about a band member showing their penis, so that popped in my head. Okay, fair enough. Um, shit, what was I gonna say? I don't know. Fuck, what were you gonna say? I don't remember. I gotta dust that light. Um, <laughs> shit, what was I gonna say? I don't know. Fuck it. Not important. Not important. Hollywood Undead is a weird band. Their music's good, but sometimes they get funky. It was something about music, but I completely They're a lot forgot. better now than they were back in the day. Back the, dude, they were crazy back in the day. Um, I'm good on them. I don't I don't need to listen to them. I'm not, I'm not going to play any. I'm at that fun. phase where like, I just kind of still listen to the same shit I did growing up. 
Except I, a few new bands. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. I was trying to explain to someone because I didn't understand what, like, shit. You got it. I believe in you. I can do this. I think I can. I think I can. I think we're good. Um, they didn't understand why, like, I liked certain bands and not other bands that they kept trying to introduce me to. Like, because I like the music. I like. I, I like it to sound kind of. I try to explain it as like dirty. As in, like, kind of like, you know, like you listen to certain bands. Like, I always loved the band Tool, but after a while, I got bored because it everything was so perfect with their music. Right. So I kind of got bored of them. Sure. Same with like Fear Factory and stuff. You know, I listened to like a lot of punk and stuff. It just sounds like more rough or dirtyish, like not. You know what I'm saying? I think so. I was trying to explain to someone. I'm like, you keep introducing me to these bands, but they just sound too clean for me. Which is funny because I like um, math rock and like that kind of stuff, which is very like precise and clean. Precise and clean. Yeah. Though I do enjoy like not so clean stuff. I just I really enjoy math rock. Okay, so. Do you want to talk about your story? Yes, I was just going to say that. I know. That's so why I interrupted we you. were going to focus on... You stuck with the category, right? Yeah. Okay. We were going to do military conspiracies, but I couldn't find shit. Oh. <laughs> so I like how you're like, you stuck with the category, right? Yeah. Cool. I didn't. I, didn't. <laughs> I tried. I couldn't find anything. So this is kind of slightly military-ish still. I went with, like, illegal human experimentation. Yeah. Performed by, you know, like, the government, mm-hmm. military. So I still stuck with it somewhat in the region. And then, like, the pro- the one I wanted to do, I'm like, oh, that's going to be so cool. And, like, you know, it got declassified. And it's like, here are 4,000 pages of declassified on this experiment we did. And it's just all black pages. <laughs> Nice. So there's like a lot of redacted stuff. Mm-hmm. So my main story wasn't long enough, so I added a second one, which turned out to be longer than the main one I intended to do. Yep. So so uh let's see. I bleh. 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 Test. You got it. Wow, wow, wow. Vocal exercises. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> what was that one you were telling me? The one the Game Grumps does? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we probably can't say it. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah. Stacy. I'm not going to do it. I have to do it away from the mic because it's too loud. Okay, so I went with, like, like I said, illegal human experimentation and shit like that. So I, the first one I did was Project Artichoke. Yummy. Do you know Project Artichoke? I don't. Okay, so you know MK Ultra. Yes. So... In case anybody doesn't know what MK Ultra was, it was illegal human experimentation performed by the CIA where they were testing the effects of drugs on people during interrogations to see if you can get them to talk by like drugging them the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And uh, they primarily used LSD. Um, when I was looking up artichoke, because it's kind of uh, the predecessor, basically, to MK Ultra. It was saying how in MK Ultra, one person was kept under the influence of LSD for seventy-seven days. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! 
But they also used, uh, like, everybody knows about the LSD stuff, if you know about MKUltra. They also tried heroin, morphine, temazepam, which is a benzodiazepine, uh, mescaline, psilocybin, scopolamine. I had to look up. It's also known as hyacinth or devil's breath. I don't know and that it's one. primarily used for motion sickness. You know, I, I just, you know, I get sick you know, in the car. Give me some of that devil's breath. <laughs> So give me that like a crazy uh, breath like a nickname for something like a Black. common thing yeah um they tried yeah uh, alcohol uh sodium pentothal so basically the whole idea in that was to fuck with the person's mind with drugs so when they interrogated them they would say the shit they were trying to keep hidden yes uh, loosen them up or I mean, MKUltra did other things, but that's generally like yeah. one of the bigger ones that we know about. That's like the main thing you see about it. They experimented with drugs on people. Another one I thought was interesting from the MKUltra MK thing was uh, they would inject a barbiturate into a person's arm, and as soon as they started to fall asleep, they would inject the other arm with an amphetamine. <laughs> so I'm guessing the idea is they give you the barbiturate and you start to fall asleep, and then they give you the uh, amphetamine, which wakes you up and gets you in that, like, lucid state between sleep and awake. Mm -hmm. You might talk more. That's what I got out of it. That, I don't know. I would guess so, too, but that's still... <laughs> Can you imagine? Here's a downer. Oh, okay, uh... nappy time. <sighs> Methamphetamine. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> This, uh, this LSD is not working. Let's just start kicking him in the nut till he talks. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's basically a quick rundown of MKUltra. Um, that one what, what, it ran from 1953 to 1973. It ran for a while. Like 20 years. Uh, and, and it was officially declassified in 2001. Yeah. Not that long ago. <laughs> no. Okay, so before MKUltra, there was, like I said, there's another project, this one, run by the CIA, but partnered with the U.S. Army, Navy, Air Force, and the FBI. Mm-hmm. Project Artichoke. Artichoke. Which took place in 1951. Uh, from, it, it gets a little confusing here. Because cool. sometimes when you look it up, there's two names for it. Uh-huh. But I believe Project Bluebird was the predecessor to Artichoke. I've heard of Bluebird. I have not heard of Artichoke. The FBI refrained from participating in Bluebird. It is also possible... They fucking hate birds. Because they're not real. They do not like avians. Because they're robots. They can't use a name because the FBI used them to spy on us. Because they're robots. Birds aren't real. So um, once they change the name, the FBI is like, fuck it, we're in. It's also possible that the FBI will have a name for it. And like the military would have a different name for well, it. Well, it did project. say the FBI wouldn't participate in Project Bluebird, but they participated in Project Artichoke. So I'm guessing the one that says it's the predecessor yeah. was more accurate. It's like the Spartan 2 program. The Spartan 2 program would imply there's a Spartan 1 program, but there was never a Spartan 1 program. There was the Orion program, which predates Spartan the Spartan 2s. 14. Okay. Okay, so. The project or the goal of uh, Artichoke was similar to MKUltra. 
uh, obviously it was unethical and illegal human experimentation. The goal, one of the goals was making people talk during interrogation. But, this is where it gets interesting. If that wasn't dark enough, they were also trying to see if they could basically control someone's mind. Yep. Essentially making a person something like a Manchurian candidate. Yep. In one of the reports written for the pro- for Project Artichoke, it said, this is a quote, can we get control of an individual to the point he will do our bidding against his will or and even against fundamental laws of nature such as self-preservation? They also wanted to create sleeper agents by doing this. Yeah. But wasn't that the whole theory about the whole uh, Catcher in the Rye? I've never read Catcher in the Rye. No, but it was like, I'm... they found it like, People that have assassinated people, they all had like catcher in, the catcher in the rye. Oh, and something in catcher in the rye will trigger it. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I I don't uh, remember reading that, but that sounds some, like something. There's a movie with Mel Gibson called Conspiracy Theory, and every time he goes near a bookstore, he has an uncontrollable urge to buy a copy of Catcher in the Rye. That's funky. It's a good. That's kind of funny. I gotta watch that. Now. It's, 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 kinda... a, it's a good movie. It's uh, him and Julia Roberts, I believe. Interesting. <laughs> and everything in his house, like he has an apartment and every single thing, like his can of coffee is in a metal tin with a combination lock. Every single thing. So he, he's like um, paranoid. Hmm. And then you find out he's paranoid for a reason. Neat. And then like his whole apartment, I might get this wrong so you can correct me. Um, What's that? I was going to say thermite, but what's that cord that burns? Thermite. Is it thermite? Yes. His whole apartment is aligned like aluminum and like thermite. So when they come for him, he hits a button and it starts burning all the way through the whole apartment. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, or it's... It's thermite cord. It's either thermite or C2. I thought it was is, thermite. I wasn't. I'm not 100%. So right, I figured therm- you might know better. Hold on. You got all that shit in your basement, so... Shut up! <laughs> you can't say that. Open the door! Um, so also in some of the documents, you know, there was the quote where they mentioned trying to make someone assassinate someone mm-hmm. in some of the documents that they were talking about the testing or testing out if they could do this by trying to have a political figure taken out. And they mentioned a foreign diplomat who was once an asset, but is no longer one. The country the diplomat was from has been redacted. So they literally already had a target. Yeah. I believe in the end they you know, found out they can't really make someone do anything. Or they, at least they say they, that. They, they don't admit that they can. <laughs> uh, another method they tried was like hypnosis, which I thought was kind of... Look at the watch. Did you... Yeah. Did you ever read the thing that the FBI released... Um, it's called deck cord, by the way. I, I'm pretty sure it does contain thermite and some other stuff. But did you ever? Because I thought thermite was a shit they like stick around the wall and it burns through the wall and knock the doors down and yes. shit. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> Usually, they use it as, st- as a stick, and they just hold the stick over the spot, and it'll melt the lock. And that I stuff. carry either way thermite in my prison wallet. We're, I'm trying to talk about deck cords and trying to give you information about something else. Did you ever read the uh, FBI thing that they released like months ago? Maybe even years ago at this point. Um, 
they did experiments back in the day. I think during the, like the MK Ultra era, where they where they experiment with meditation and like taking drugs to see uh, the uh, far sight planes of the universe and all of that. Oh no, I know the thing about like the uh... and they were able to manifest themselves into other universes and all this other stuff. And I was like, why is the FBI doing this? Not only why is the FBI doing this. They're saying that they managed to do it a few times. There's that. That's a bit weird. What was it called? Like far viewing or? Are you talking about the project where you can spy on people? Like what uh, Stranger Things is based off of? Like you'd sit down and like draw shit, but it was like from another country. Yeah. Yeah. There's another movie. Uh, Pro- uh, Suspect Zero. A guy yes. does that in that movie. That's a great movie. Yep. Very underrated uh, and no, hard to find. I'm not find. talking about that project, but it was a, a sim- It was in that same vein. What the other movie? Similar to that was, uh, uh, what the fuck was it called? Goat staring? Goat starers? Men who... Men who stare at goats? Yes. No, it's men who stare at clouds. No, it's goats, I believe. Was the name of the movie. No, you're right. Men who stare at goats, they like to burst clouds like with their minds. George Clooney in it? Yes, it was, a, <laughs> it was like a, a comedy. I haven't watched Is that. It, it was a comedy? I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure it's a... The, Every trailer I've ever seen for it, for Men Who Stare at Goats. That was supposed to be, like, based off of that whole thing, you know, right? Yeah. The Men Who Stare at Goats. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a comedy, because I'm pretty sure the whole movie is, Let's like... look up the Men Who Stare at Goats genre. Uh, I'm looking, I'm reading it. Um... Fuck. Doesn't... You have no idea. Black comedy. Okay. I'll have to check it out. It's satirical black comedy war film. That's what it's called. 2009. I remember seeing the commercial for this and thought it was really funny and I wanted to watch it. What's that one black comedy I really like? Um, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil? That's a great one. That sounds funny. And now I'm going to have to watch it because I, I saw it when it's I was like... It's got uh, the guy from Firefly in it. Tucker and Dale? Yeah. No, I, I meant the men who stare at... Oh, I know. I'm just saying Tucker and Dale has the guy from Firefly. What guy? The There's one. like cis guys in... Wash. You're talking about the guy... The one died? Yeah. Yes. I was about to just make the quote where it's like, I'm a leaf on the wind. I remember they, he went to his first convention and he said that and like the whole audience started crying and like, don't ever say that! I'm a leaf on the wind. So, uh... Watch out, I soar. So, like, MK Ultra, I said at first they, they, they did try hypnosis, but they also tried, like, all the drugs. Um, you know, uh, they used cocaine, heroin, marijuana, mescaline, peyote, and LSD. Uh, same with MK Ultra, they decided LSD was the most likely drug to work, so they primarily primarily focused on that. But some other methods they tried with this one was like getting someone hooked on a drug, mm-hmm. mainly morphine, and then taking it away so they'd be in morphine withdrawal. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing the idea was with that was like people do crazy shit to get their fix. Yeah, and they do that. They do. And that's it. That's all. That's, that's, that's it. <laughs> Whenever you do that, like, long silence to figure out where you're at on the page, I'm like, and we're done. I used to not. And now I just, like, I used to just read it verbatim. But, like, half the time now when I'm writing it, I'm, like, half asleep because I worked all day. I got to start writing them on the weekend. We even had the idea this time, ahead of time, and I still fucked up. You even said, like, we should start doing that. And I'm like, how about we do this? And you're like, nice. I gave you ample time. And you were like, I'm going to wait. Ample. Ample. So um, with the LSD, they would give their subjects doses of the drug and keep increasing it. 
without the person knowing, obviously. They, can you imagine being dosed with LSD without not knowing, knowing it? it? And, just and then just like, start seeing shit? <laughs> um, they said uh, one of the problems after testing the subjects was they would have cloudy memories similar to like amnesia and they couldn't recall the experience. So that kind of feels like got to put a damper on some of the... Uh, we're going to tell them to kill somebody, but once they come down, they're just going to fucking forget. It's probably a plus. Um, so, like, I, you know, obviously, these, like I mentioned, these are unethical and illegal. So, here's one. What? The United States person. government doing things illegally against never. their own citizens? So, they would uh, never do that. Here's an example, like an actual um, experiment on a subject. Mm-hmm. That was done that shows how, like, unethical this is. Um, uh-huh. The subject was only identified as being Caucasian. So they assumed they were American when they got to, you know, when it was uh, declassified. Yeah. She was between the age of 8 and 10. They dosed her with LSD for six months while also giving her ECT. If you don't know ECT, it's electroshock. Yeah. As well as using sensory deprivation methods. What the? On an 8 to 10 year old girl. This is Artichoke still, right? Yes. So what what happened after the experimentation was done? All the drugs, shocks, and deprivation erased her. She was... Yeah, it said it erased her brain, resetting her brain back to that of a newborn. Fuck. That's so it basically smoothed their brain out. Because what's that theory? Every wrinkle, you know, the more wrinkles you have, the more knowledge. Not theory. Or That's just how we know how brains work. Yeah. So she has a smooth brain, nice and new and shiny. New shiny um, smooth. So brain. a lot of this was done on American citizens, but they also ran the experiments in Europe, Japan, Southeast Asia, and the Philippines. Each area had teams sent to these areas, and they were told, and this was a direct quote. Operational experiment. They were told to do operational experiments utilizing aliens as subjects. National aliens. It just said utilizing aliens. Yeah, but the implication is yeah, not over where they were. Yes, aliens as in yeah. Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. Not yes. actual aliens, but just to clarify, aliens different as kind in of conspiracy theory. This foreigner. one foreigner, or this isn't a theory. So that's pretty much Project Artichoke. Hey, that's pretty neat. That's why I mean fucking terrible. It's not that long, so I added a second one, which turned out to be longer than my primary one. Mm -hmm. This one's the monster study. So, do you know about Slenderman? (laughs) (laughs) No, so, okay. The monster study. You ever heard of yetis? This one U.S. government found yetis and made them militaristic, and now we have just an army of yetis waiting to attack Serbia whenever we need. Moscow, we're coming for you. With our yetis? With our attack yetis. I have an attack cat. Get him, Artemis! Good job. (laughs) (laughs) She just vocally beat you down. I sure did. Verbally abused the shit out of you. Just like my parents. Yes. Them too? Fuck. We should team up. You guys have been. <laughs> How have we been? I've never been. I've only met one of your parents. Just by 
doing it when you're here and then listen to the podcast they agrees with everything i say i go home she's like you know chris brought up a good point the other day i'm like oh no (laughs) that'd be hilarious if she actually said that (laughs) because i never bring up any good points (laughs) okay so the monster study i don't know that lobotomy it's pretty good huh lobotomy is a pretty good point what are you talking when you talk about lobotomy when did i talk about lobotomy when we've discussed lobotomy in the past. We've talked about lobotomizing people. Well, I want to do my own, but yeah, you guys keep stopping That's a good me. point. It's going to be a point. That's the point. Yeah. I'm just going to put it right to my eye and just slam my face on the table. If you hold it to your forehead, right? No, and, and you got to get right in the lacrimal. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big word. That's the little pink thing I know in the what it your is. Eye. Some people might not. Okay. Fucking... You just assume everybody listens to this. I mean, come on. I assume nobody listens to it. That's why whenever you talk to me, I'm like, it's the little pink thing. I'm like, yes, I know, Chris. Like, it's for the other people. There's nobody else here, You're assuming everybody who listens is smart, but if they're listening to us, they're just as dumb as we are. And they're losing more cells the more they listen to it. What I was going to say is you just hold it there and you run as fast as you can in a brick wall. I always told people that that's how I was going to kill myself. Just running into a brick wall? I was going to get a football helmet and mount two knitting needles right in front of my eyes yeah. and just run face first into a wall. That'd be neat. Though, I would love to... If you talked about I for would ye- love to be... That's the goal, to be famous. A fly on the wall when the sheriff or whatever law enforcement comes to find you and like, be like, what, what the, the fuck, fuck happened here? It'll be amazing. I just want to die in a strange way so people question it. Four two liters up your ass. No, that's my record now. I have to put a fifth one up yeah. there. Well, I mean, if they find you dead with even one, they're going to be questioning it. Just like that jar. Oh, my God. I was just about to say that. <laughs> Someone was talking about that on Reddit, and they pointed out that, like, the sound of the jar popping will haunt me for the rest of my life. I'm like, oh, my God. Stop. I just heard it. Stop. I heard it when I read that. Please. I don't want to be reminded. Okay. So this one isn't actually a uh, government or military experiment. It's a civilian experiment. Yeah, I suppose. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. It's like a professor doing it. Yeah. At a, like a college. So in 1939... That could still be a government experiment, just FYI. No, this They get not. grants all the time from the government. This one's definitely not. <laughs> in 1939, at the University of Iowa... I don't like that implication. A psychologist, Wendell Johnson, had a theory he wanted to put to the test. With the help of some graduate students, he, uh, one of them was named Mary Tudor, T-U-D-R. She actually conducted the experiments under his supervision. But they had five other graduate students that kind of participated slightly. Okay. Um, his theory was about children that stutter. He wanted to see if negative or positive reinforcement would cause stuttering or if they could make it worse or better. Oh. Like, it's worse. Oh, no. To test his theory, Wendell took 22 orphaned children from a veteran's orphanage to the university to con- conduct his experiment. Oh, no. So, 10 of the kids in the group were marked previously by teachers as kids who stuttered and had speech problems. Um, that's why those 10 were chosen. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because they were known to have a, a stuttering issue. Wait, wait, so there's 20, so the 22. other 10, or 22, yeah. so 10 of them 12. have a stutter, the others are controls. No. 
Okay. There's actually four groups. Okay. So, um, they Please tell the, me there's a control. They took the ten kids who were known to have a stuttering issue. Yeah. Um, the five graduate students and Mary Tudor sat and talked to each of them, and they graded them on how bad their stutter was. One being poor, five being relatively fluent. Like, it actually said fluent, but they still had a stutter. Yep. Um, they ended up all agreeing with the teacher's assessments. Or previously, you know, saying mm -hmm. that they had the mm -hmm. speech issues. Um, those ten were then split into two groups of five. Uh, one group would be commended on their speech fluency and abilities. They were labeled as group IA, the experimental set. While the other half labeled group IB, the control group would be put down and belittled for their speech imperfections and stuttering. For a direct quote, they were told to say that their speech issues were as bad as people say it. That's <laughs> So one group was uh, told that their stutter wasn't bad and they were yeah. good at talking and the other one would just verbally abused and belittled yeah. to see if it would make them get worse or better. Uh, the other 12 children were marked as fluent speakers. This group was just chosen at random from the orphanage from normal fluency kids. They were also divided in half. Six were labeled as group IIA, and they were told their speech was horrible, and they stuttered and that they needed to stop and fix it immediately to see if they can induce stuttering in a normally normal-speaking child. <laughs> the other half was labeled IIB, and they were routinely complimented on how well-spoken they were. Another, this is... Who's the fucking control in this? The control group, what they called the control group, were the stutterers that they verbally abused. That's not a control. No. Control is something that doesn't get affected by anything you're doing. It, it, the, okay. The control would be a group of kids that yeah. just get talked to I, normally. I, I yeah, know you what know what a control is. I know, but I'm just saying, like, there's, there's no, no control there's no in this. Control I guess group. you use the rest of the human population as the control. I suppose you could do that. But, oh my god. So, here's another odd part. This, this is rough. Study. Okay? Uh-huh. Part of it was they wanted to see if right or left-handed children had worse speech. So, apparently at the time of this study, there was this weird-ass theory that stuttering was caused by a brain imbalance. So, if a left-handed person was writing with their right hand, it would cause the brain to misfire. Which would cause stuttering. So each kid was also checked to see if they were left or right-handed as well. Huh. Huh. Oh. Uh -huh. I actually, oh, you know, it's just... you know, it's kind of funny. What? I was literally having a conversation two days ago with uh, your foot. Yeah, Charles. Charles. Mm -hmm. Um, that we have done terrible things in the in the. I know. I'm just trying to think of the word. We have done terrible things for the sake of science. I just wanted to see if... Oh, I like how that sounds. Okay. Sounds better. All right. You sound louder. I know. Well, it's got one built in, so I just want to see the difference. Chris took off his pop filter. I took off my condom. Now I'm going to shoot it at you like no, a rubber band. No, stop. 
I took off, yeah, I took off the, the microphone condom, the pop filter. <laughs> the microphone condom, pop filter. Now Chris is doing weird things. Either way, what I was saying is that we've done a lot of terrible things for the sake of science. Um, I'm checking your sometimes, uh, object permanence. Sometimes uh, it's not even <laughs> worth it. It's not even worth it. This study sounds like one of those times where it's like, yeah, we could, but but, but why? That, that's part of the, why it's called the monster study. So after this study, some of the kids in the negative reinforcement group suffered psychological damage and retained speech problems for the rest of their lives. Um, the study became known as the monster study by Johnson's peers because they were shocked that he would perform something like this on orphans based on just his own hypothesis. Mm -hmm. um, the study was actually kept quiet after it was done. No shit, really? So, so Johnson's career wouldn't be affected. Fuck that dude. Fuck the kids. Let's not mess his career up. Uh, so, like Dude. I said, it was covered, like, they didn't talk about it. Mm -hmm. The only reason we know about it is because of, um, go back, make sure I get the name right, Mary Tudor yep. wrote her thesis on it. Uh, <laughs> That's how we know about the monster stuff. I feel like if you're going to keep it quiet... You yeah, would tell gets... the people that participated in, in conducting the experiment, like, hey, maybe don't write your doctorate or thesis on this. Yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, don't. Uh, don't rat me out. And maybe, hey, that thing, don't. That's, don't do that thing you're thinking of. Um, the University of Iowa eventually apologized for this whole ordeal in 2001. So only what? How many years was it after this? This took place in 1939. So 60, 70 years. Like 70-ish? Yeah. Um, although the university's assistant professor of speech pathology, Patricia Zabrowski, has said that this is the largest collection of scientific information on issue of stuttering and that Johnson's test was the first look into the societal impact of stuttering. So, i.e., people being made fun of or, or not. So, like, in her eyes, it's like, we can traumatize these kids as long as we get some fucking results. Is is she saying it's okay that she did it? I don't think she's saying it's okay. I mean, she's... If you read it, she doesn't, like, shoot it down. She said they got some great And I bet they did. I bet they definitely got a lot of really good information out of it. But, damn, that's such a... I would not okay, well, say I'm going to quote some parts of, like... Do we do we have the now. actual, um like, findings? Well, I'm going to... That's what some of this is. Perfect. So... First, as terrible as that sounds, like I, I want to know. quote some of this stuff. So, so first, the four questions they had set out to answer in the study. One, will removing the label stutterer from those who have been so labeled have any effect on their speech fluency? Two, will endorsement of the label stutterer previously applied to an individual have any effect on their speech fluency? Three, will endorsement of the label normal speaker previously applied to an individual have any effect on his speech fluency? And four, will labeling a person previously regarded as a normal speaker, a stutterer, have any effect on their speech fluency? So that was the four main goals. Mm -hmm. So here's some more like stuff directly from this. It gets kind of tricky to read because there's lots of like quotes, but I can't really show quotes. Yeah, just say quote. Yeah, true. 
Okay, the children in IIA, well, the whole thing is a quote. So it's like, quote, quote, quote. The children in the IIA responded immediately. After her second session with five-year-old Norma Gina Pug, P-U-G-H, I'm not sure how to pronounce that, Tudor wrote, it was very difficult to get her to speak, although she spoke very freely the month before. So, like, they already kind of fucked, fucked up her that up. kid. Yeah. Chris is putting me back on his condom. Give him a second. He'll he'll get there. I'm glad he decided to do it right now while I, he's talking. I was trying different things. I like it better like this. Okay. So, um... Basically, like, within a month, they already had, like, kind of fucked up the kid. Yeah. Another in the group, nine-year-old Betty Romp, quote, practically refuses to talk. A researcher wrote in his final evaluation, held hand or arm over eyes most of the time. Hazel Potter, 15, the oldest in her group, became, quote, much more conscious of herself, and she talked less. Tudor, uh, that was one of Tudor's notes. Potter also began to interject and to snap her fingers in frustration. She was asked why she said A so much. I'm not sure if it's A or ah or like uh or um, you know, that type of thing. And she was quoted as saying, because I'm afraid I can't say the next word. And they asked her why she snapped her fingers. Said Because I was afraid I was going to say A. (sighs) So now she's afraid... She's saying A because she's afraid she can't say the next word properly. And now she's snapping her fingers because she's afraid to say A. So she's just trying to you know, do something mm-hmm. legit. Um, all, of the chil- school, uh, all of the children's schoolwork fell off. One of the boys began refusing to recite in class. The other 11, uh, 11-year-old Clarence Pfeiffer started anxious- anxiously correcting himself. Uh, quote, he stopped and told me he was going to have trouble on words before he said them. She asked how, she asked him how he knew that, and he said that the sound wouldn't come out, feels like it's stuck in there. That's so sad. Um, they kind of like numbered him in this, so it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. The sixth orphan, Mary Korolask, a 12-year-old, grew withdrawn and fractious. I'm not really sure what that means. Fractious. Yep. During their sessions, Tudor asked whether her best friend knew about her stuttering. Corlask muttered no, and she was asked why not. Corlask shuffled her feet and said, I hardly ever talked to her. Two years later, she ran away from the orphanage and eventually ended up at a rougher industrial school for girls. Then it said simultaneously escaping her human experimentation. I mean, yes. But this was already after this This project ran for like five months. It so only it ran for over. five months? Yeah, five or six months. That's terrible. Um, it said uh, Mary Tudor herself wasn't untouched. Three times after her experiment had officially ended. It says her experiment, but it was actually Johnson's. Yeah, she assisted with the experiment. Yeah, he had her do the experiment while he supervised. But it was mm-hmm. his idea. Three times after the experiment had officially ended, she returned to the orphanage to voluntarily provide follow-up care. Also, all these kids were told that they were going to be getting speech therapy. They weren't, you know. Well, they did. If you're doing an experiment, you're not going to tell them what you're really doing. They did get speech therapy. It just wasn't for helping them. No. She 
she told the II or yeah the IIA children that they didn't stutter after all. The impact, however well-meaning, was questionable. She wrote to Johnson about the orphans in a slightly defensive letter dated April 22, 1940, and she said, I believe that in time they will recover, but we certainly made a definite impression on them. No shit. So in 2007, seven of the children were awarded a total of $1.2 million by the state of Iowa for lifelong psychological and emotional scars. Good. That's not much, and that's not all of the children. Maybe yes. some aren't. They're probably not all alive anymore. Yeah. 2007 is a long time. But yeah, that's why it's called the uh, monster uh, study. Also, I think I get. And not even like just orphans. It was like. I want to know the full veterans, findings. Veterans Orphanage? A veterans Orphanage, yeah. Um, I think you can find the thesis. The full one? Yeah. You might be able to. Because it's not a military thing, so it's not going to be all blacked out and shit. So, yeah, <clears throat> but but I kind just... of I kind of predicted the one where it's like, oh, will the people who don't have or the people who do have stutters being told they have a stutter and made fun of it constantly, they're going to stop talking. That's clear. That was like, yeah, that's yeah, that's going to happen. I kind of figured that one all on my own. And chances are the stuttering will get worse because they're going to be focusing on it. Yeah, but I'm curious on the other parts. I wonder if you did like positively reinforced um, children with stutters, if it would go away. I, I really want to actually like kind of finish it and see if any good came out of it at the very least. Mm, I don't know. Not to it's pretty bad when your peers tell you you're fucked up, you're doing horrible shit. Yeah. And then they're like, you know, you fucked up those children, but let's not talk about it. We don't want to ruin your career. Stop. Don't talk about that. Aw, oh, poor Johnson might get in trouble. Fuck the kids. To be fair, or not fair, but to kind of like also point out a, 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 another point, it's not so much for Johnson so much. Like, I don't think these, I don't think the, his peers did it for specifically him. I think they did it because there's a lot of, like, stigma already with any kind of scientific study. Yeah. So if they're like, hey, this fucker did all these terrible things, it would not only just fuck up his reputation, but everyone would then start questioning um, all the scientists and their scientific study stuff. Because they're like, what the fuck are they doing? Which isn't to say they shouldn't have. I'm just saying well, I mean, most they did people, it for themselves as much as for him. Most people that do studies publish them. He completely is like, nope. People are already criticizing me. Let's just yeah. shush, just yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying is like that's probably why the peers did it too, is because they were protecting themselves as much as they were protecting him. Yeah. I wonder if maybe they didn't even know about it. Maybe at first. What if he told them his ideas and like you're fucked up, dude? And he's like, yeah, I'm not gonna really do it. It's just a hypothesis. I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I, I mean, I was just thinking about it. Hey, get rid of all the children. <laughs> it's fucking crazy it's not the though the sad part is it's not even the worst thing we've done i it's just for the sake of like experiments they didn't even give a shit like they were more concerned with his career than the kids they fucked up Mm -hmm. yeah but yes that's project artichoke and the monster study i'm hiccuping so we have to hold my breath Hold on, I'll jump out and scare you. Boo. It work? 
I'm good now. You sure? Nope. We'll find out. My father had hiccups for like a month straight. Some shit. That like must that. fucking suck. He had to go to the doctors and they had to give him a shot of like muscle relaxant. I believe his diaphragm. And I it worked for like a short time. Then they came back and he was trying like everything like the uh, put a straw in your mouth sideways and drink water. Another method is like. What? Um, put a straw in your mouth sideways and drink water? I've yeah, never heard. It. That's like one theory people have. You know, there's obviously just scaring people. There's uh, yeah. holding your breath. There's one where like you, I believe, snort water? No. You do something with water where... Drink it, it upside down. Where it makes your body feel like you're drowning. Drink it upside down. To reset your yeah. breathing pattern and diaphragm. But I don't know. None of it worked. Yeah, drink it upside down. Okay, anyway, we are going to take a short break. And we will be right back. Why the fuck aren't you drinking it upside down? You want me to drink my bean juice? Yeah. Upside down? Yep. Does that mean drink it in my butt? No, or that's an enema. Uh, Do a handstand. I I actually heard of coffee enemas. They're a real thing, yes. Don't get you caffeinated really fast. Yeah. Come on. There's that whole thing where people like shoot cocaine up their asses. Up their asses, plural. And alcohol. Yeah. To get fucked up even faster. People are fucked up. Do a speedball in your I fucking mean, co- asshole. How much faster do you need to cocaine to work? <laughs> Just blow that in my ass. I'll go quicker. <laughs> we'll be right back. We're back. Hello. Hello. I'm back and better than ever. Sure. Not really. No. No. And it, you were in the monster study, weren't you? In fact, I, I don't have a stu- stutter. Yeah. That was unintentional. I don't have a stutter. Uh, so I have a story. Really? But it's going to be... Our podcast has stories? Kind of all over the place. Holy shit. I wanted to do the conspiracy theory on Operation High Jump. Operation High Jump, for those of you who don't know, was an operation that was conducted shortly after World War II, where they took a bunch of... It was uh, based off of the Jack be nimble, Jack be quick. Jack jump over, over the, the candlestick. candlestick. What's the point of that rhyme? Because a lot of sticks are hard to jump I, over. Another like a lot of those kind of like rhymes have points behind them. I don't understand what's the point of that one. If you've never seen, why is he jumping over a candlestick? If you've never seen Monty Python's Flying Circus, I have not. They have a they used to have a TV show. Yes, I do know that. Yes. Well, my favorite skit ever. I believe it's called the Twitterthon. Okay. I think you've talked about this. And one of them, one of the events in this, it was like, I can't say triathlon because it was like seven events. Yeah, triathlon. Yeah, that would be three. I know. But uh, they had to do a bunch of things, and they were all quote-unquote twits. Mm -hmm. One of them was a jump over a wall made of uh, two match boxes. And they like couldn't do it, and they were like stumbling and falling. And yeah, one of them tried and knocked them over. And you know, it's like 
four inches high. Yeah. It just reminded me of that. Okay. Anyways. For those of you who don't know, Operation High Jump was the operation that was conducted shortly after World War II where they took a bunch of ships um, to and Antarctica. see how high a ship could jump. Yeah. Sweet. To Antarctica. And the whole purpose of the trip was to um, test cold weather gear and all that kind of stuff to see how well they could set up bases and like sub-zero type infrastructures and how well... Um, their gear would hold up to it because this is right as the cold war is starting. And so they want to be able to like test out this stuff. So if they have to go to Russia, they'll know how to deal with it. And that's not why the cold war was called the cold war. It is not the reason why it was called the cold war. I know, but just, just clarifying, you're talking about cold, you know, cold weather gear. And then you say the cold war was just starting. Yes. I, I understand how you can get that confused. The cold war has nothing to do with temperature. No, the Cold War is when we had to fight the penguins. We took notes from Australia. No, we, we specifically did not take notes from Australia. <laughs> we lost. Just like Australia. Penguins are feisty little bastards. They are. So. I love the videos where, like, they're all jumping off the cliff and you see like, the little one fall and roll down the cliff. Yeah. So. He survived. He's fine. I was going to do a conspiracy theory about Operation High Jump because there's there was a lot of. Um, uh, theories behind I don't know why I'm yelling all of a sudden you're a bitch did you click that link I sent you the other day the reddit one yeah yeah <laughs> I did not safe for work videos that's what it was under they posted it, was it under that for work videos oh I didn't look on where it was posted did you go to the end did you see the first comment I did I did we keep we I just sent because we constantly we say do that. it, and we do it all the time. Um, we don't need to, but we kind of do. Well, whenever I do a sniffle, yeah, I'll do it. Whenever I blow a line, I usually move away from the mic. Thanks. So Operation High Jump has a lot of conspiracy theories behind it because everyone's like, "Why are they going to Antarctica?" Because there were so many ships. It it was like thirty-two battleship. Oh, I have it open. I have it open. And they all crashed in the iceberg. It was fucking crazy. It was really weird how they just all hit that same iceberg. The, go- the iceberg was going like 50 knots straight at the ships and turning and hitting different ones. And it was all over the place. It was crazy. Sentient iceberg. So It was a kaiju iceberg. The task force for Operation High Jump included um, 13 ships and 33 aircraft as well as 4,700. 4,700 men. No women were allowed to go. Uh, <laughs> That's evil. I, that was, being sexist again. I'm sorry. First women can't have foreskins, and now they can't go to Antarctica? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'll do better. Anyways, I was going to do that because I heard some like interesting like conspiracy theories about Operation High Jump. I tried looking into it. The problem is there was no concise thing that I could talk about specifically about Operation High Jump. So I had to like get the whole thing and even the whole thing is like very convoluted and contradictive. It's a conspiracy theory so it's very um, easily disproven but we're going to talk about it anyways. Try and, and We're going to talk about Nazis having a base on Antarctica. Try and look up something where everything's fucking redacted. 
I can. It's fun. Yes. Yeah. You can actually find the whole uh, artichoke papers. I don't doubt it. So we're going to talk about uh, people suspect there being a uh, a Nazi base in Antarctica. But it was on the moon. Both. Ah. Yeah. But we're going to specifically talk about the one in Antarctica. Ah, divide and conquer. Yes. Yes. Completely wrong meaning for that, but sure. So initially, one of the reasons why people believe that Nazis um, have a secret base on Antarctica is because before World War II happened... Um, the government, the Nazi government, because they like sent... to get busy when the world spins. What? <laughs> and if you're at the central point of the spin, you'll get dizzier. Okay. I okay. You can feel this yeah. rotation of Earth at the center. Yep. Yep. You can. You can. I'm pretty sure you can. I've been there. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I was on the ground, barely walk. I was so dizzy and throwing up. Right. And it, you don't want to throw up in Antarctica because it freezes on the way out. You start, like, not being able to breathe. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're done. Shut up, Chris. Stop being stupid. So one Put, of the reasons turn why... Turn your pe- filters <laughs> on. So people believe that there are... There's a... <laughs> fucking Nazi base in Antarctica... Because before World War II kicked off, the Nazis sent an expeditionary force to Antarctica. Um, and many believe the reason why they were doing that is so they could um, set up a submarine base there. So that whenever they actually start a hot war, that they'll be able to put submarines over there and then get behind enemy lines and do all the fun stuff and harass and all this other thing. Recruit the Inuits. Yep, that too. Um but the story goes, apparently this expedition, whenever they went to Antarctica to to look for where they could put a base, uh, that the members of the expedition found a, a cave leading to the core of the Earth with an alien... This is not a joke. This is the actual theory. Uh, where that's, there were aliens... Not saying it's aliens, but... Where there were aliens who lived there with... Um, super technologies. Ah. And see, this is where it gets more complicated is because on one part, I've read that it was lizard aliens that they ran into uh, with this flying saucer technology. I would think it would be mole people aliens. And Yeah, right. And another one was that they were very tall, big-looking, blonde, human-looking aliens that live there in this crystal city so i don't know which one it is and every time i looked into it i'm like nothing well, can give me a clear concise well, answer being nazis i would say they were big and blonde well the aliens were nazis how do you know you're right actually it's funny you say that because uh this is all aliens are nazis all aliens are nazis confirmed uh, so they found a ice cavern that when they got to it they the, the the inside of the cavern was like tempered weather, like the weather was really nice and warm. And there there's a crystal city down there. They found the fortress of solitude. Yeah, that's yep. what it was. That's where Superman goes. So maybe it was a big, tall, blonde, it was an alien. Man. Well, yeah. No, he had black hair. I know, but he was all Kryptonians don't have black hair. 
No, but this is specifically Superman. That's exactly You're where right. his fortress yeah, there's of multiple was. people in there. Aquaman? You're right. He is blind. I like how you were just like, I'm not, I'm not going to name another Kryptonian. I'm just going to name a fucking fish guy. He's blind. Supergirl. Supergirl's blind. Should have should should have said Supergirl. Dumb bitch. True. Gosh. Fuck. I can't believe you didn't even Power Girl. Could have brought up Power Girl, which is just Supergirl in a different universe. Captain Marvel. It's Marvel. That's not. Wait, which Captain Marvel? Because there's two Captain Marvels. There's Captain Marvel from DC and Captain Marvel from Marvel. I'm picturing Captain Marvel from Marvel. Okay. I don't remember which one Captain Marvel is from DC. I didn't even know there was one. I'm pretty sure there is one. Unless I'm thinking of Captain Marvel and Captain Marvel from Marvel. I'm kind of annoyed by DC right now. Well, that's great. You hold on to that anger while I continue my story. Because they released that Flash movie. Oh, my God. And it's bullshit. What's bullshit? What part of it's bullshit? The whole movie? I haven't watched it, so I can't. can't. Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller is bullshit. I do agree with that. So... Will Smith smacked what's his face, Chris Rock. Yep, and he got banned from the Screen Actors Guild for ten years. Yes, Ezra Miller can physically abuse women, uh, groom girls, break into people's kidnap the girls rooms, and he gets nothing. He gets a movie. Yeah, that's bullshit. That's correct. He should be completely banned for life. He should be in prison. He should. I agree. Apparently, he has, like, people living on his fucking farm now and, like, with kids. This sounds, like, cult-esque. And there's, like, like little kids. And apparently there's, like, guns everywhere. And, like, this uh, sounds a cult. social worker saw, like, a kid pick up, like, a bullet and, like, put it in his mouth and stuff. Mm. Copper jacket. Yes. My favorite. Full metal. <laughs> okay. You can go now. Full metal alchemist. I'm done venting. I was thinking Full Metal Jacket, the movie. Oh, I know. Sure. Also, the bullet. No, it's just a movie. You're right. It's I'm hard sorry. to shoot movies. It's actually very easy to shoot <laughs> movies. Not to kill. You want to you wanna bet on that? Like beating somebody with a VHS? Do you, do you want to talk to uh fucking... God, who's that actor who just oh, shot Jesus. the camera lady like, uh, a year ago? Oh, fuck yeah, I know you're talking What's his about? name? I don't know his name. I don't remember either. I know his face. It's a big actor. It is a big actor. I don't know his name. Was it one of the Baldwins? Yes, it was. It was Alec, Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. Shot the fucking lady. Let me dig through my filing cabinet. I'll find the answer in a minute. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, so Nazi Germany sends people to look for a base, uh, look up to set up a base in Antarctica. While in Antarctica, Run into aliens. I think. Then, then after setting up or fighting the aliens, they decide to set up a base there. I think, and this fits with all these theories, uh-huh. that they were literally looking for Superman. They could join the army for it. You know, get him to join them and Superman win the war. Superman didn't exist at this point. Yeah, he did. Once the golden age of comic books. A long fucking time ago. Is it in the 50s? Mm, I think 50s was silver. Is it silver? I think 30s was golden. You might be right. A 38? Yeah, good good job. They're in their fucking dark ages. I'm so fucking glad it did that. 
Yeah. Yay for me. Good for you. So anyways, they... um. <laughs> God, fuck, fuck me up every time you do that. They found <laughs> aliens. They put a base on it. Uh, with ancient technology, they start working together with the aliens to build their own, uh, like, combat. The Nazis? Flying saucers. Yes. Yes. I'm pretty sure they would have won if they had flying saucers. No, they weren't done in time. That's oh, the issue. Oh, that makes sense. So yeah. there's a bunch of half-built flying saucers in Antarctica? Yes. Not anymore. That's why um, Operation High Jump was commenced. Oh, they're going to check it out. Yes. Ah. Yes, yes. But we're jumping ahead. Sorry. What's well, Operation High Jump? Let me jump. Yes. So, <laughs> thanks. Thanks, pal. So, um... Thanks, mom? Did you call me mom? I said thanks, pal. Oh. Damn. I did not call you mom. <laughs> not this time, at least. And so when Germany finally lost uh, World War II, Hitler and many of his followers, along with Nazis, uh, higher-ups, and the treasurers, fled Germany and took submarines to go to their Antarctica base. Uh, Makes sense. The Americans supposedly discovered their base in 1946, and that's when Operation High Jumped was then started. They should have built higher walls around the fort. See... Operation High Jump we brought those was balls just... you got to stop interrupting me. No, I don't. you got to stop. Like, when I'm ignoring the things you're saying, there's a purpose. Yeah, they give me a try harder. <laughs> don't put an obstacle in front of me and expect me to walk away. Just like that pole vault? Exactly. Yeah. Operation High Jump, we know what it actually is. However, people believe Operation High Jump was actually to go to Antarctica... To find a Nazi camp, they didn't know what it Nazi was for. Slash alien, but they didn't know it was camp. they didn't know it was an alien camp at this time. Ah, okay. Yes, they only knew that there were Nazis in Antarctica. Ar- Antarctica. 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 <laughs> Antarctica. You're hurting my head. Still. You're welcome. So they knew there was Nazis in Antarctica. They didn't know there was aliens. And so they sent this fleet to basically take them all, put them in custody, and bring them back. As one does. Yes. Uh, so Operation Trump commenced to go bring back Nazis. Uh, on the way there, they were attacked by UFOs. Ah. Yes. And to where some members of the staff were killed. And then they eventually got there. You never expect UFOs. Yeah, they eventually got there. They found the cave opening and found that they were creating um, Nazi saucers. How did they find out that the cave went to the center of the earth? I don't think they said center of the earth. They just they said lower someone to the, the rope? core of the earth, towards the core of the earth, not into the core of the oh, earth. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like, do you know how long it would take you to walk all that way? You just jump. You're right. I'm sorry. That's what the Van Halen song was about. That cave. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> some people died during this little segment, and then they come back home um, defeated by the Nazi saucers. And a lot of people were like, yeah, that's clearly what happened. And then the operation, the actual like government was like, that's not what happened. That Like, it... it it was just to see how cold weather gear worked. That's what they tell us. And the only reason why we sent... They sent, uh, like, a, a fairly, like, high 
ranking uh, military officer. They sent, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Richard E. Bride. B-Y-R-D. Bride. Um, and he was a rear admiral at the time. E-Y-R-D. Bird. Bride. No, that'd be B-R-Y-D. You're right. I don't spell good. <laughs> Beard. That's why we only give you the fat cramps. There's so much nice to eat into, too. When you take a bite into it, it's just that crunch. I like the creamy filling in this fat crayon. What? <laughs> Richard I. E. Bird. Um, he was a rear admiral at the time. Uh, but the reason why they sent him... Because uh, he could fly. Uh, actually, he could. He, he, he actually... <laughs> he's a bird. He is, he is an aviator. They were bird people aliens. And he's an aviator who had been to Antarctica multiple times, like with his own stuff. He's an avian. Uh, and he did warn um, the president, not the president, but the higher-ups. Uh, he was worried that people could set up bases in Antarctica and then fly from Antarctica to get to, like, United States fairly easily and uncontested. Un, uh, and so he did warn about it. How Nobody that, expects an what's attack. What's really Antarctica. funny, though, is that quote was a miss like that quote was then taken and misrepresented to be like he was worried of a threat from antarctica people saying that there was going to be an alien attack from antarctica and it was like no he meant the soviets could set up a base in antarctica so that fed into the theory on nazis being in antarctica antarctica and and uh another weird thing is uh people did actually die on this operation and it was supposed to be just like a reconnaissance operation. So like, they jumped out of the atmosphere. How the fucking how the fuck did people die? Aliens. Yeah, the yeah. UFO, the Nazi UFO, shot them. The first person that walked into the cave and found the hole and fell. Yeah, but the government came up with fake reasons why. One of them was crushed during a boating accident. The others. Uh, oh, those are the fake reasons. These are the government made up reasons. Oh. Yeah. yeah. One of them was crushed during a boating accident. Uh some other the, the other ones were um I think it was 3 were killed in a plane crash where there was 12 uh, it was like 12 people on that plane crash and those 3 died. Everybody else lived. And then there were the 6 there were the, the avalanche that wasn't an avalanche crushed them. Yes. Yeah. So do what you want with that information. I will make up some more theories. Fantastic. <laughs> Great. You're you're on the right track. I'm on the right page. Yay. So Bird's fleet was encountered by Nazi UFOs. Uh that was bright. I hate you. Four aircraft on one trip was sunk, leading to the retreat by the Americans. One aircraft was destroyed. I cannot find for the life oh, of me. Oh, how the aircraft was destroyed? No, I know how the aircraft oh. was actually destroyed. I a cannot, bird. for the for the life of me, um, find out if any ships were sunk. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure the only thing that went missing was, or not missing, but was destroyed, was an aircraft. But everyone is vehement that there was a ship sunk and multiple uh, aircraft that was destroyed uh, during the Nazi UFO attack. I'm going to guess that. Three red pegs came out of the sky and plugged mm -hmm. holes in the ship and sunk it. Then the British supposedly sent SAS members to f destroy the base. SAS? 
Yeah. They're special forces. What's it stand for? Special Air Service. Ah, okay. Yeah. I never heard of it. You've never heard of the SAS? No, why would I? Because it's the British Special Forces. Am I British? No. There you go. Do you know what the French Special Forces are called? Baguettes. Paratroopers. I like mine better. Anyways, do you know what the Korean ones are? Creoles. I'm good at this game. That sounds just just on the cusp of racism. <laughs> wow. Korean, and they're called Creoles. Creoles or no, they're they're Korean uh, Rangers. <laughs> yep, they're named after our Rangers, but they're also trained by our Rangers. So by Chuck Norris himself, yes. Holy shit, we better not fuck with them. I think the Chinese one is like the Tigers, the Night Tigers. Something like that. Sounds like an 80s band. Yeah. I'm sure it sounds great in Mandarin. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know either. I've tried learning that, and it's fucking hard. I'm trying to think of other other country special learning languages. There's a lot of... You know the Russian one, though, right? Spetsnaz? I was going to say Spetsnaz, but then I thought it was German for a second in my head. I'm like, I'm going to sound fucking dumb. No, the German special forces, it depends on, like, what specific special forces. Because they have, like, the military special forces, then they have counter-terrorist special forces. The counter-terrorist special forces, the GSG-9. Is it? I believe the German one is the Bundeswehr? Is the Spetsnaz the ones that train in Siberia? Yeah. I saw videos of them with, like... Yeah. The guy had to hold a chair while a guy ran across the room and fucking drop kicked him in the chest and he couldn't drop the chair. Yeah. Like, fuck. That's the Spetsnaz. They're pretty fucking hardcore. Should have kicked him in the nuts. He would have dropped the chair. So anyways, the British sent in the SAS uh, to destroy the base. It didn't work. Man. It's because it's alien crystals. It's funny, though, because people cite Operation High Jump and Operation, I will find it, Operation Tabarin, as proof that there are Nazis in Antarctica. Because Operation Tabarin apparently was having SAS members go to uh, Antarctica to attack the Nazi base. Um, Operation Tabarin is not that. Operation Tabarin was to have SAS members only assist in, like, they were having, this is also the same time when uh, the Falkland Islands were being contested by Chile and Argentina. The Faulkner Islands. Falkland. Don't say Faulkner. <laughs> I see it on your face. Don't say Faulkner. You knew I was going to go with that, don't you? <laughs> ah, got chest pain. So. I'm dying. So, after the Americans have been pushed back and the SAS have been defeated, what do we do next? Ran away. We nuked them. Oh. The Americans came back a few years later in 1958 and dropped three atomic bombs on the base and finally wiped out the Nazis. Three atomic bombs. Three. And we must have been really mad at them. Yeah. This is real, by the way. We did actually detonate three atomic bombs in Antarctica. We also detonated them in some fucking coast. We also detonated them in North Carolina. There's some coast where they do it. We accidentally detonated two in North Carolina. I always wondered about that. The coast? Where they 
off the coast. They yeah, and it's like, what are you doing to the sea life? Nothing good. Exactly. Let's just drop all this nuclear radiation shit over here. Do you know why we detonated three uh, atomic bombs to see how well they would hold up the cold weather? No. To oh. kill Nazis. Duh. Fucking dumbass. I just told you. You just told me that. God damn it. Fuck. You never listen to me. I don't. Ever. For real. <laughs> the real reason? Uh, they wanted to see the effect of uh, atomic bombs in oh, our penguins. atmosphere. Oh, okay. Yeah, that too. Uh, I guess that makes sense. Because then there's nothing up there. Really. Yeah. And, uh... Would the cold weather suppress the spreading of it? I don't think so. <laughs> I was just wondering, because, like, you know, like, the trade winds and shit? Mm-hmm. I don't know if maybe the cold weather would help suppress it from spreading. Mm, maybe. Also, the reason why they think um, Hitler fled to Antarctica is because shortly after World War II, Two German U-boats were spotted off of uh, the coast of Argentina. And so they thought... That's obviously then that's where he's going. They thought Hitler left Germany to Argentina, and from Argentina's ports, they took the U-boats to Antarctica. Uh, That's hard, though, because U-boats always move in a boomerang pattern. I hate you. (laughs) I, I Yeah. But there's a lot of contradiction... Because one of the reasons why they believe Operation High Jump was to go find the Nazis is because they said that they, some people said that they There's found. There's a lot of contradictions because it's a fucking conspiracy theory. Yes. It is. I have solved the problem. Yes. But the rear admiral that actually did Operation High Jump, people said that they found his secret diaries that he then gave to his son after on, after dying. And they said in those diaries that he had taken aircraft to Antarctica during Operation High Jump and found a cave entrance to where he met some aliens. How was his uh, mental health near the end of his life? I've read that it was fine, and I've also read that he was put in a, 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 a asylum. Yeah. yeah. But I can't find any evidence to prove that last one because <laughs> I, I remember hearing it. I remember reading it. I'm like, oh, so I should be able to find like his later life of him in a psych ward going crazy. I'm like, no. When I look at his late life, he just, it's fine. Died in it, bed, surrounded by loved ones. Pretty much. Uh, let's see. And aliens. Uh, death. Died in the sleep of a heart uh, ailment at the age of 68 on March 11th. An ailment. His- it's pretty close to Alien. Uh, yeah, it is. So It really is. This Could might be, be true. <laughs> and that's how conspiracy theories I, are made. I heard that he had been put in a psych ward because he was he was speaking out against the military, saying that there was Nazis. When was this? Uh, 1950. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have met him then. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that until you said that just then. Hey, I met Rob the God of Thunder, so hey. Not him. This is Richard E. Bride. Not Bird, Bride. The other one. The other one. His twin brother. His twin brother. 
Why do they switch his last name, but not his... Okay. To tell him apart. <laughs> You're right. How, how foolish of me. So they found... Apparently, some people found his diaries because he, was hand, he gave it to his son after he died. And his son was like, oh, shit, there's Nazis. Anyways. I guess I'm getting off track again. He met aliens in a cave after he took an airplane to Antarctica while... During Operation High Jump. He met aliens there. The aliens were tall, white, blonde, strong aliens living in a crystal city who spoke with a quote-unquote Nordic or Germanic accent. They just ran into Vikings. Yep. That's that's what happened. And he said when he left them, they said, I'll be the same. Ah. And he found, he found flying saucers in the cave with swastikas on them. Ah, that makes yes, sense. Yes. Little known fact, he also willingly participated in Project Artichoke. Yes. Hence him seeing all the aliens. Yes. Um, so when he says he flew to Antarctica, he was, you know, flying on something else. Mm-hmm. When he traveled to the cave, he found an entrance into a hollow earth where he discovered a lush and green environment with temperate climate and shimmering rainbow city made of crystals. In the cave, he met... That's literally a fucking movie plot. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. He met extraterrestrials who spoke with a German accent and flew disc-shaped ships with swastikas on them. He also reported meeting their leader, referred to as the Master. However... The sources of these claims are dubious and unsubstantiated by documented evidence. He met their leader, also known as Mein Fuhrer. Yes. Uh, and this, people believe that there's still a base there because there's like, sometimes you'll find some photos on Google Earth. Thank you. Yes, that's exactly what I was talking about. On Google Earth, where it looks like there are some pyramids in Antarctica. You're just lucky I keep up on my mind reading. I appreciate it. Uh, and, like, I've seen the photos of the pyramids in Antarctica, and it's very clearly a mountain that just pyramid-esque shape. It slightly resembles yeah, a pyramid. It's a like, lot of shit is like that. There's pyramids in Antarctica. I was like, uh, no. It, it, nope. Uh... There, there isn't a whole lot more information about it, but that's kind of, like, all the information I have. I mean, I can go more in depth into, like, the I different mean, operations that would actually happen in these operations. Oh, do you want to know how the plane uh, did actually got destroyed? Uh, it hit a bird. No. Because the birds are made of ice. Yeah. No. There's also no birds in Antarctica. That we know of. You're right. There's wingless flies. That's a bit. I think it's addictive. No, they're they're a type of fly, but they don't have wings. Damn! How can they I fly? I believe it's Antarctica. It could be just. It could be the Arctic, not Antarctic. It's like the only like thing that lives there's... there. Yeah, I don't know of any things that live there, but but except for penguins. So you know how they scientifically separate and. Uh, classify insects yeah these are literally genus flies yeah but they just don't have wings neat what do they uh, eat i don't know they find them like under the rocks and shit oh maybe it's like bacteria i don't know i don't know i don't know i, th- I thought it was antarctic 
because it was like the only thing that lived. It might there. be Antarctica. I know one of the bases. They probably eat tardigrades. Maybe they eat tardigrades. I still gotta weaponize those. I bastards. like how you're saying tardigrades. Why? Because you say as it like tardigrades, like they're tar- they're late for something. Okay. Tardigrades. I'm still gonna weaponize them. I right, good luck. That's my goal. Well, Good you're life. following the footsteps of Star Trek, so. How? Because in Star Trek Discovery, they weaponize a tardigrade. Really? Yeah. I should never have fucking talked about my but, plans. But their tardigrade is as big as you. Well, that's not going to help. They use that tardigrade to travel through space. No. I need the little ones that nobody can see to be weaponized because they can live everywhere. Mm. And then I can become King of America. Good luck. And make my exploding phones. You're not giving... So do you want to know what happened to the destroyed aircraft? Tardigrades. They crash because of whiteout. Or a blizzard. I've seen both. Whiteouts are a lot worse. Whiteouts make more sense because they kind of just happen. A blizzard you can see you coming. You can still see in blizzards too. Uh, right. And I, I assume if you're flying an aircraft and you know a blizzard's coming, you would probably not fly in, into the blizzard. A whiteout makes a lot more sense. You can see whiteouts coming. Just a bigger fucking blizzard. Mm. It's a blizzard that gets really intense, so you can't see. There's too much snow. It doesn't have to be whiteouts aren't blizzards all the time. I thought whiteouts can happen with just like the fog and everything as well. No, it's a it term has for to be a, blizzard. a blizzard. Yeah, I have to. Look. I used to love fucking driving in blizzards. It's like fucking hitting light speed. You see all the fucking lit up snow flying past you? Yeah. I'm trying to look up whiteout. <laughs> and all it's doing is giving me the whiteout for fucking paper. Like when you have to whiteout. Who invented that? A whiteout is a term that refers to a severe storm condition with blowing snow, wind drifts, and high winds to reduce visibility. See? So, yeah. You know who invented the whiteout? God. No. Um,. You might not remember this, but there was a show called The Monkees. I don't remember that. One of the members of that... Okay, so it was... One of the monkeys invented Whiteout? It was... The Monkees was one of the first... um, Not the first, but one of the earliest... uh, um, Made bands. Made bands? You know, like, boy bands, they make them? Yes. They were, like, one of those. And they had a TV show... This was supposed to be kind of like a play on the Beatles. And they had a bunch of songs and they got super popular. And then, like, they had to legally fight for permission to be able to play their music. Hmm. But uh, one of the members in the band, his mother invented Whiteout, I believe. That's neat. Uh, Pete? Peter? I don't remember his name. They're reading about Whiteouts? I am reading about Whiteouts. You're going to try and find some obscure website that says it's fog. No. No, I'm not. I just wanted to read <laughs> if, like, if you can have a whiteout without having high winds. Um, yeah, so it, uh, uh, the airplane crashed during a whiteout. Um, but it is, the thing is, there are weird parts yeah. of it. Uh, Peter Nesmith. His mother, Bette Nesmith Graham, printed the first correction fluid in 1956 Nice. while working as a typist. Good for her. 
but the, the thing is about this conspiracy theory, there's a lot of weird parts to it that are like, how did these people die? Because like told you. Right, it was a ship accident for one guy, and then the airplane crashed, but only killed three people. They saved the other people that crashed in the plane, but it was like 11 days later. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Let me, let me so actually they, they double only, check that. So a certain amount of people die, but they only explain a couple of them. Uh, no, they explain them all, but they're like weird ex- explanations at times. Let me Mike see. bumped his head. Fatalities. On December 30th, uh, 1946, aviation uh, radio man Wendell K. Henderson, uh, Frederick W. Williams, uh, Ensign Maxwell A. Lopez were killed when their Martin, Martin PBM Mariner George Crush were killed when their PBM Mariner George 1 crushed during a blizzard. The surviving six crew members were rescued 13 Big days later. Lakes. Yeah. So they crashed. Those three died during the crash, but everybody else lived and they weren't found until 13 days later. Then John Smith commits seppuku with an icicle. Yes. Um. There is a plaque, by the way, at McMurdo McMurdo Air Base. McMurdo Air Base. McMurdo Air Base. Um, of the three <laughs> men that died in that, so they died in a plane crash. Well, you don't make plaques if it's fake. <laughs> That's not what I was trying to say. No, uh, that's what I'm saying. Okay. On January 21st, uh, Vance and Woodall, or yes, Woodall if I could speak correctly, died during a ship unloading accident. Yeah. That's, that's, those, those are how the four people who died on this event actually died. The plane I mean, crashes, I mean, you, not everyone in the plane crash died. Unrealistic. They didn't find the survivors until 13 days later. Yeah. We just talked in about Antarctica. We just talked about a group of kids, one being a toddler that were found 40 days after they went missing in the Fucking rainforest. In the rainforest. Yeah. With plants and food. The oldest was like 12 and one was an infant. With plants and food. How do you feed an infant that needs to drink its mother's milk? With, I'm just saying shit. I get that, Chris. It can, things can happen. Things can happen. (laughs) I'm not saying this actually happened. I'm just saying there's weird parts to it. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying it's not unplausible. It's not implausible either. That too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's just weird. That one just by far is the weirder part. It's just like... You get your in out of my un. (laughs) (laughs) It's like flame retardant versus flame resistant. And flame retarded. Yes. Um, I feel like though if you knew there's a blizzard coming, you wouldn't fly into a fucking blizzard. I don't know how freak. I, Blizzards come on fast. Do they? Yeah. I so as somebody who's example. never as someone who's never been through a blizzard and doesn't know much about that specific weather event, do they come through fast? I'll give you an example. Are they hard to avoid? So I was going. Um, it was after work one day. I was going to the mall. Mm-hmm. I think I was going to go buy some like work pants or something, right? So I get to this intersection. It's the winter. 
but there was like, what? Wasn't any snow on the ground yet? I'm sitting at the intersection at a red light waiting to turn, okay? Yep. And I see wisps of snow blowing in across the ground. But I don't see any snow. Like, falling. Okay? Within five minutes... They survived that. They're standing right there. I know they're standing right there. Well, assuming that's them and not just a survey team that found them later. Or just sticks with fabric tied to them to look like people. Yeah. So, what I was trying to tell you was, uh, there was like wisps blowing in. Yep. Like, I saw like little, like, how do you explain that? Wisps? Like, when they blew, you saw like kind of just blowing across the ground. Yeah. Like, snaky pattern. Yeah. And within like five minutes, I had to, and like I said, I love driving in blizzards. Mm-hmm. But within five minutes, I passed about 10 cars that were in ditches. And I even stopped driving, headed back home, just grabbed some beer and went home. Because I was sliding too much. <laughs> That's how fast the blizzard came in. Fair. I saw wisps, no snow in the air, and within five minutes, I had to fucking turn around. Okay. Fair enough. I was reading if there was any kind of information on, like, uh, how they managed to survive. And maybe there's food rations on it, and probably was food rations on it, but 13 days. They ate the dead people. Might have. Because they never found the bodies. See? They never found the bodies. uh, And they ate them, and then they threw the remains into the core of the earth. In 2004, they also sent an expedition to, like, find uh, the dead bodies. To then, like, properly bury them. It's fucking, this is now years 50 later? years later. Yeah, good luck. And all that snow drifts and everything else. And They never did find it. Um, Surprise. Uh, yeah, I was just trying to see if there's anything more to it. But that's that's it. It crashed. Three people died. One guy had frostbite and had to get his leg chopped off. Ah. Six other people were found 13 days later. It wasn't frost. They were preserving it. Yes. For the aliens. No, for themselves, because they already ate dead people. Oh. They just started freezing limbs to preserve it. But they didn't... They were stuck longer. Yeah, but they... They didn't cut his leg off at that. They cut his leg off on the ship. Yeah, I understand that. But while they were trapped out there, they were just preserving his leg so they had more food. Gotcha, gotcha. I see, I see. They just defrosted it when they were hungry. It's a rough-looking plane crash. It's amazing that anyone survived. Let alone six people. Mm, must have been the Nazi saucers. And cannibalism. Mm-hmm. Also known as Nazi sausage. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting tired, so Anyways, it's just random. That's, that's, it's just going to get weirder and weirder. That was my Operation High Jump conspiracy theory, that there's actually Nazis there, and then they we nuked them. That's it. Okay. I was trying to find more information, but a lot of the information I did find was like, oh, yeah, there's this, and then this. I'm like, I'm not adding this. This is this is just... This, this is enough. This is weird enough. We don't need more. It's weird enough. Also, this doesn't add anything to it. It was like, and also the Nazis had red eyes. I'm like, that, why? They're why albino. Oh, uh, yes. They have become the ultimate, ultimate Aryan. The ultimate Aryan. Albino. So much so that they're actually now... Alive with birth defects. They look like that guy in the movie Powder. 
I saw an albino lady on TikTok, and it was really cool because she had purple eyes. And everyone was like, they're fake. They're not real. She's like, no, they're real. You know what you're seeing? The lack of a color and then the blood vessels in my eye. And they create that, that purplish color. I thought they are easily pink. I wanted to look at getting purple contacts. Yeah? Yeah, but like everyone I was looking at, they're like, don't buy these. You know, if you're going to get colored contacts, go to your opt- optometrist. Mm-hmm. You get like real ones. Don't just buy costume ones because you'll hurt your eyes. Really? Because I know a lot of cosplayers that do have like. Yeah, I know. But it wouldn't be too hard to change my eyes to purple. I got like light enough eyes. You probably anyway. can't see it too well, but this is a lady. She has like purple eyes. No, I definitely can't tell. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to find the video and send it to you at some point. Uh, but it was really cool. And, and people said that she wasn't actually albino. She was faking it. And she, like, got a close-up of her eye. And, like, you can, like, see that, oh, the reason it's not red color is because those are blood vessels. <laughs> Neat. Okay. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this ramshackle part of the podcast because there was so much not great information on the theory. There's tons of great information on Operation High Jump, Operation uh, Tabarin, uh, and Operation... Fuck, what's the other one? Nuke the Antarctic. Pretty much. Argus. Operation Argus. They they nuked parts of Antarctica so they could see what happened if you nuked the atmosphere. To see if heat melts snow. Surprisingly, he did not. It's crazy. Weird things. Snow one, heat zero. Yeah. See, that's why snow's fake now, by the way. It doesn't melt when you put fire to it. It it it, it kind of like Honestly, it doesn't turn to water, it turns into plastic. I didn't really want to talk about this because people might get freaked out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so you know Apple air tags. Yes. And like how you can stick them to things and track it. Yes. And you know how, like, the stuff we get as consumers is already, like, outdated compared to what the government has? Yeah. Snow is actually tiny micro-tracking chips. Uh-huh. And they just... There's the pyramids in Antarctica. Definitely pyramids, go. not yep. snowdrifts. Not not mountains. <laughs> they, uh... So they use the, the harp dish to control the weather, and they put all these fucking... Tracking mm-hmm. chips in the air, and then mm-hmm. it snows on us, and it gets into our bodies, and that's how they track us. So Florida's good? We get snow every now and then. When? Um, When my father first moved down here, it snowed. It's it's snowed here, like, once in the last 20 years. That was it. It's all gone now. Doesn't matter. Everybody's been chipped that lived here at that point in time. What about the and kids? When the population gets bigger, and they'll just make more snow. What? Oh, you're right. How they do it? I hope you enjoyed this episode of Arcane of Obscura. Robotic like mosquitoes—they're injecting you with chips <laughs> when they if bite you. Would like to contact us at our email or follow our social media. Our email is arcaneobscuracast at gmail dot com. Our Twitter is at arcaneobscura. Our Instagram is arcaneobscura. I hope you enjoyed. Don't also, I realized I can't like look at Twitter anymore without having a Twitter account. It's like. A little bit annoying, but I really don't care at the same time. <laughs> I just sometimes I want to read an article from oh. somebody. Yeah, it's kind of. And annoying. I can't. I have to have an account, and I'm not making one. You can't make me, Elon. 
You take that. Yeah. You will not have my, rich have my money. son of a bitch. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody.